Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, 9th day of August, 2022. My name is Nick. Hey, look, everybody. There's Big J. Hello. Hello. We are rocking and rolling on a Tuesday morning. Thank you very much for being a part of the big show. Also, listen, man, I did not expect the kind of support that I got from our audience yesterday. About your slipper? Yes. Slipper dim? Not only did somebody was very nice enough to message the morning after page, but also, like, I got a ton of text messages, people reaching out to me, saying that they are also slipper people, and they're much younger than I was. It felt fantastic, and it's good to know that you're not alone. Sometimes it's nice to make these confessionals and feel the wave of support when we all slip on our slippers together when we get home from work. It's fantastic. Yeah, nice. Because you made me feel less than, and then I was able to... What do you mean? How did I? I didn't. You called me an old man and said uh, that it was ridiculous. Because you feel like an old man. You're (laughs) only as old as you feel. That's right. And you made me feel old. I just supported the fact that you're old. But it was fantastic, and I did wear my slippers last night, and I felt a lot better about it. So (laughs) thank you, everybody, for being a part of the Slipper Life. It kind of was. I was like, well, good. Something corporate. Good. Your mind. Felt very good. Uh, I believe you're talking about Dashboard Confessional. I get them mixed up. We're just splitting airs. I don't know how. Two very different bands. (laughs) But uh, welcome to the show. Today on the agenda, we have some streaming dumbass for you. Going to need your help assisting us with a movie for Big J to watch and review for you tomorrow. So we're looking for a little bit of assistance via the TDS Fiverr text line. So please... Uh, be paying attention this hour for your chance to assist us in that particular world. Coming off a win, I believe, right? Bob's Burgers movie was the last one. Yeah. That you did enjoy. So uh, we're hoping to keep the streak going. Make it a big turd, everybody. Uh, no, I, I like when you enjoy movies. I like it a lot more when you are into the movie well, than well, not. That makes two of us. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So do your best to help us out. And we will have that coming up in a little bit. We have your chance to go check out Sum 41 and Simple Plan coming up at the Rev Center. That show is happening one week from today as uh, we are starting to kick concert season into high gear around these parts. There's no doubt about that. So if you are looking to go to some shows, you're going to want to keep it locked on the X, man. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming up in the next week and a half. And we're less than two weeks away, of course, from X-Fest 22 presented by Larry H. Miller Subaru. So it's going to be a terrific couple of weeks as we have some tickets that we need to blow out and you need to be a part of that fun. Plus other excitement including music. Let's start things off with some STP this morning. Creep kicking off the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. As the 2022-2023 school season begins to kick off around the Treasure Valley in different parts of it. West Ada School District met last night, passed a policy limiting what teachers can display in their classrooms, Big J. 
They uh, put together three revisions of the policy and then unanimously voted to basically say what can and cannot go inside classrooms. District trustees said the policy does not restrict the teacher's freedom of speech, but other people say, well, you know what, it kind of does, because basically what the policy says is that staff shall not use school property, including the classroom, to hang or display posters, signs, flags, banners, pictures of anything that depicts uh, support or opposition relating to political, quasi-political, or controversial topics. The question then becomes what uh, is defined as a controversial topic? And that is, they say, according to the definition inside the policy, uh, uh, is something that anybody could reasonably understand to have people on more than one side of said issue. So basically that's anything. So listen to me. If you're a teacher, don't hang anything in the classroom, I guess is what they just said. Uh, Because really, if we're going to break it down like that and make it that generic... You could have an opinion about anything, and somebody else could have a uh, opposing position yeah. to that. Yeah, it's about time we treat schools like they are—an insane asylum. Yeah, exactly. Plain walls. No, listen, we we have we have relegated our teachers essentially to babysitters in this state, and that's exactly what we want them to be—not necessarily educators or you know uh, introducing you know any kind of rational thought or argumentation to the status quo or anything like that. We want them to watch our children, which is why we were so adamant in having them open during COVID and not caring about any of that stuff. And we want them to do so without, you know, basically encouraging them to have any free thought of their own. Right. And And you teach our religious values, and if you don't support those, then you're going to go to jail. It's weird how we have taken the direction that we've taken this kind of stuff. I, I, I... Again, we don't we don't get political on this show. We try not to as much as possible. But I just remember when we let people do their jobs, I guess, is my point. And not put all these ghosts and phantoms into things that weren't actually there, nor did they belong to be there. But we continue to do that and then restrict them for things that really aren't happening. I mean, I can't think of a single situation. I have two children in public school where there was ever a situation where I felt like... <laughs> Anything out of the ordinary was happening in my schools, in my kids' classrooms, outside of the teachers doing a fantastic job of what they do. So once again, uh, on behalf of everybody that I feel like has a level head, my apologies to the teachers. We continue to underappreciate you, underpay you, and restrict you for no ridiculous. My best thing for you would be find something different to do. That would be fulfilling to you as a human being because this can't be it. Yeah, something that actually pays you to do your job and has people that seem to care for what you do. Big J, Kevin Durant has reportedly repeated his demand to be traded from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, basically, according to multiple reports, he sat down with Nets owner Joe Tsai and talked about uh, basically that he wants out of New Jersey or he wants them to move on from both their general manager, Sean Marks, and their head coach, Steve Nash, because he doesn't want to play for either of them. And uh, that was one of those deals where that was the story. And then last night or the night before, I can't remember, uh, Joe basically tweeted out that he has the support of the general manager and the head coach, which means I'm guessing at some point Kevin Durant is going to be shipped off to someplace, Phoenix or one of the other places he's demanded to be traded. So uh, I'm not sure Kevin Durant is a member of the Brooklyn Nets is long for this world. We will see. But uh, it appears to be trouble in paradise, Big J, if you will. And nothing else is new in the NBA. Nothing but drama in that particular league, which is fun. 
Best yeah. kicker in NFL history, in my personal opinion. Got a four-year extension uh, with the Baltimore Ravens yesterday. He signed a four-year, $24 million deal. Of course, that makes him the highest-paid kicker in the NFL. Justin Tucker's 32. Most accurate kicker in NFL history. Uh, still had two years left on his current deal, but now he's yeah. sticking and staying for as long as Wait, they need who does that? The Baltimore Ravens. I guess. I mean, you know, listen, uh, but y- you don't get any more automatic than Justin Tucker, right. man. No, I get it, but still, I mean, we're talking about a kicker here. I know. Two years away from their contract, and uh, only what running backs could dream of. But I, well, I mean, it's twenty-four million dollars over four I, years. That's no, 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 no. But, but just the fact that you know what, we're not gonna, we're not gonna hesitate here. We're not gonna wait until I mean, two years away. Yeah. Well, you want to lock up uh, superstars, and listen, like it or not, that's I've always felt like. I mean, punters, you and I can argue, but kickers, I feel like, are very, are very undervalued because when you yeah. have a good one, you take advantage of it and you take it for granted, and when you have a terrible one. It puts your team in an awful position because you lose those close games or you're not in games when you should be because your kickers are missing extra points or field goals. So when you have one, hold on to it, man. I mean, he's good for about 9 points to 10 points to 12 points a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Draft that guy in your fantasy football team. Hell yeah. If you are a fan of Stranger Things, specifically Joe Carey, you may want to become a fan of uh, FX and Fargo because he has been announced to be one of the stars of the fifth season of the anthology series Fargo at FX. He will be alongside John Hamm, Juno Tempo, and Jennifer Jason Lee in the new cast of characters. Don't exactly know any of the details yet on which angle they're taking in this particular or season era. of Fargo, correct, or which yeah, decade, era, whatever you want to call it. But uh, I have yet to uh, witness uh, a even average season of Fargo. I think they're all fantastic in their own way, and I'm guessing this will be that as well. We are expected to start filming later on this year for a release in 2023. Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, everybody, we need your assistance. Big J's got to watch a movie tonight. Which movie he watches is entirely up to you. I'm going to read you the plot descriptions of three movies from a streaming service. The catch is, I will not tell you the title, nor the stars, nor the director of, at least not yet. You have to select a movie for Big J to watch based only on the plot description given to us from those particular streaming services. In a lot of cases, it's not exactly detail-oriented. So you're kind of flying blind here, much like Big J. Your idea and your goal is to figure out which one of the three movies you'd like him to watch and then text in to the TDS Fiber text line, movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. So the movie that gets the most votes, that is the one that Big J watches. So we need as many votes as possible. Your assistance is not only requested, it is required. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah, I'm ready, man. Movie number one. A rescue mission is assembled when a group of young men are trapped in a system of underground caves that are flooding and they're running out of time and oxygen. Movie number two. Two young entrepreneurs discover starting a dream business isn't all it's cracked up to be is the wrong people take advantage of a couple of people trying to create their own version of the American dream. But there may be some good that comes out of this partnership after all. And movie number three. After the human race is wiped out, a man lives in a small, empty town, happy in his solitude and the utopia he's created for himself, until he's discovered by Grace, an interloper whose history and motives are obscure, and to make matters worse, she wants to stay. So, those are the three movies. Lordy! Those are the three. Movie number one, Help, I'm Trapped. Movie number two, American Dream Gone Wrong. Or movie number three, Leave Me Be, Lady. Which one of those three movies... Would you want Big J to watch? Text in movie one, movie two, or movie three to 208 287 1003. 
We will tabulate the votes, let you know which movie won, and reveal the details of all three movies next on the X-Rocks. Nirvana, it's come as you are here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. The people are waiting with bated breath. Do we have a official winner for yes. the Streaming Dumbass? Wonderful. Yes. Then let's go in order. What I'm movie? No, I don't know how I feel about it. What movie came in third place? Uh, movie coming in third place is movie number one, which I think is like 13 or something like that. Uh, right? 13 Lives. Yeah, 13 that's exactly lives. what it's called. It was a brand new movie, uh, a original movie on Amazon Prime about a group of men and their soccer coaches that got trapped and had to be rescued based on a true story. I remember that. Uh, Viggo Mortensen, Joel Edgerton are the stars of the movie, and it is on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it, but you will not be watching it, at least for not for streaming dumbass. Did not want to watch that. Uh, What is movie number two, then? Movie number two is movie number two. Weird. Uh, You will not be watching the movie called Licorice Pizza. That stars Alana Haim and Cooper Hoffman. It was directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, That also Uh. available on Amazon Prime, starring, of course, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. And uh, it's got Bradley Cooper in it as well. All of the usual Paul Thomas Anderson characters about growing up in California. They create a waterbed business, I guess, in this movie. But you you will not be. I grew up in a waterbed. I had waterbed bunk beds as kids. That's true. Crazy. Uh, Sounds like you will be watching movie number three then, huh? Yeah. Uh, this movie is called I Think We're Alone Now. It is the oldest of the bunch. It came out in 2018. It's got Peter Dinklage and Elle Fanning in it. And it is definitely a dystopian kind of the human race has been expired. There's only a couple people left standing. And uh, this dude likes living on his own. And she comes in and encroaches on his territory. And it is available on Amazon Prime. So that is the movie that you will be watching. I Think We're Alone Now. I Think We're Alone Now. Well, you get it? The, uh, the, the, the Tiffany song. Yeah. Uh, former guest of the morning after. And so, uh, please, if you want to play the home game, you will be able to find that movie on Amazon Prime. Uh, Big J will be watching it tonight. And he'll let you know right around this time if that movie's worth your time if you're on the fence whether or not to watch it or not. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, can I interest you in a real small case of E. coli? No, I I don't want to thank you. Now, what if I told you that there was a big, gigantic scientific breakthrough over the course of the last couple of days at the University of California, San Diego, UC San Diego, and they found that when they added a protein to E. coli and gave it to certain people, it helped cure cancer obesity, oh. and diabetes. Listen, I I, I, I want to know how it cures obesity. Making you so sick that you never want to eat again? <laughs> uh, that I don't know. But, well, they said they added a protein to it, so it's not like they're not giving you E. coli. They're giving so they you a different... chicken to it? Uh, no, I don't. Yes, it's chicken-flavored E. coli. You'll love it. <laughs> Let's mix them up. They say, quote, we know E. coli can pick up uh, pathogenic genes and cause disease, but now we're realizing if they put a beneficial gene in it, it helps us to treat really serious chronic diseases. While the experiments have been focused on rodents so far, there have been enough positive results that they have been able to publish them and have, uh, you know, basically gone through peer review. And basically everybody's like, yeah, we're seeing some positive things. And now the next step, of course, is making sure those same results carry over into humans. And maybe if that's the case, this could be a breakthrough. Not all cancers, of course, and not all cases. But, I mean, even if it benefits some or even a little, it's a positive thing. It's interesting you should mention this, if I'd be willing to take this. Because 
I just recently had called because I heard that there was a place that was doing some more clinical research uh-huh. on, in particular, you know, high cholesterol and diabetes. So interesting. Did they tell you what they wanted no, you to do? No, no, I had. They haven't called me back. Yet. Oh, I see. You but, left a message. But I'm like, what if it's this? What if that'd be crazy? Yeah. And well, and listen, quite frankly, and you're no stranger to being a medical pincushion yeah. for money. So why not, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take this protein added E. coli right now. Give me money. Cure me. So let's see <laughs> if it happens and what the next step is. But it could be a very positive breakthrough in that particular world of diseases. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, who was recovering from an appendectomy a couple weeks ago, began throwing some passes at training camp yesterday. Did a light walkthrough, not throwing too many passes, but uh, none of them were very hard either. He wasn't like throwing it full power, but offensive coordinator Brian Callahan said it was the first time he was throwing since the surgery, so that's good news for Bengals fans everywhere, as Joe had a rough go of it a couple weeks ago. Now he's good to go. PGA Tour is asking a federal judge to deny the appeal of three suspended players who joined the Live Golf Tournament now want to compete in the Tour's postseason, arguing the players knew the consequences when they signed up and did it anyway. The three uh, players who I'm sure you've never heard of, Big J, uh, Taylor Gooch, you ever heard of him? <laughs> no, but I love his last name. Matt Jones and Hudson Swafford are seeking a temporary restraining order and are among 10 players who fly, filed the antitrust lawsuit against the PGA Tour last week. But the Tour said that antitrust laws don't allow the three players to have their cake and eat it too. And as a private business, they're allowed to make any kind of rules they want. And they're right, they are. Uh, so I'm not guessing this is going to go a whole lot of anywhere, but an appeal has been filed. So we'll see. Private business, man. Uh, Big J, we talked earlier this week about how the Flash movie was still going forward, but I also said I think we're one more controversy away from that going away, and we've got another Ezra Miller controversy, Big J. Uh, The Flash star now has been charged with burglary, as Deadline reports he apparently stole alcohol from a home in Vermont, and they're now charging him with felony burglary in that particular county. Uh, Apparently this happened on May the 1st of this year, uh, at around 10 o'clock at night, he apparently broke into a re- uh, residence in the town of Stamford, Vermont. He took several bottles of alcohol that were taken, and the homeowners were not home at the time, so it wasn't like he was invited to come in. He apparently did break into the house, and as a result of the investigation, which, by the way, does include surveillance videos, statements, and photos, they are going to charge him with the uh, felony burglary of an unoccupied dwelling. So now we'll see what happens, because... Now they have a possible felon that's leading their Flash franchise, and uh, I, I, I just I cannot see this movie seeing the light of day. I can't. I can't. With somebody that problematic as the star of the movie that is caught up in so many... And, and, and it's not just like one thing. There's a bunch of different things. I mean, he's punching women in the face. He's involved in possibly grooming minor children. He's involved yeah, in kidnapping. The of a cult. Right. Cults, burglar. I mean, like, how does this happen? When? When's the documentary? I don't know, but I'd watch it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. Here's traffic. We're going to go to hell in a couple of minutes. Going to head across the pond for that. But first, it is TDS Fiber Traffic Center time. Brought to you by Valley Regional Transit. Let's see what's up with CB. Eastbound 94 is up to speed from the Carter Midland Interchange in Nampa to the Flying Y in Boise. With up and download speeds up to 2 gigs. Jump into the fast lane at tdsfiber.com. 
about 17 years ago, I had a uh, disc that was herniated and had to have part of that removed. I had a really good neurosurgical team. I mean, one of the best in the Treasure Valley. They did a fantastic job, and, and they fixed me right up. But, you know, even as good as they were, they can't prepare you for uh, the recovery and the aftermath and the depression and stuff you can go through with a serious back uh, surgery like that. And uh, it really kind of sucked in the end, and it took me a couple years to get right. And so, you know what, uh, with technology that we have here today, I very likely might not have had to have that surgery thanks to regenerative medicine and treatments that we have. Hey, it's Big J here for QC Kinetics. And that's right. They're helping people here get back to being healthy and doing it without having to have a bunch of downtime missed, uh, without having to go to surgery, and without having to take a bunch of pills. Those kind of things are real because of regenerative medicine uh, is just an incredible thing. They're taking highly concentrated stuff from your own body, then putting them into those joints, and in that particular case, a herniated disc. That exciting uh, non-surgical in-office treatment is available here. It can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints. So it can give you real lasting relief from pain, and you don't have to go through all that downtime. That's the big deal. I mean, I, I missed months and months of work and those sort of things. You don't have to do that when you deal with these regenerative treatments. So QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in these cutting-edge all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are really incredible. They have such great data on it. They have over 100 clinics nationwide, including right here. So yes, you can get that relief from the pain and the suffering that you're going through. Chronic pain, joint pain, and all those kind of things you might be having with your back and your shoulders and your knees. So stop putting it off. Call QC Kinetics now to learn more about regenerative medicine and get a totally free and off its consultation. Call QC Kinetics now. 208-425-2747. That's 208-425-2747. Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. Oh, oh man, we're going to hell. Oh, you know they're both going to hell, right? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed over to Britain for today's We're Going to Hell story. Big J, have you ever heard of the condition lexical gustatory synthesia? No. Uh, it is job. a very real neurological condition that a gentleman named Henry Gray has that basically allows you not only to hear words and say words, but it allows you to taste words. And that means that particular people's names taste a per particular way. So you don't just meet people, you taste them. Do you understand, Big Gross. Jay? And so he has started to put together, the he, I mean Henry Gray, has started to put together a kind of list of things that uh, has made his life a living hell since being diagnosed with this neurological condition. Uh, he says that the weird thing about his particular case of this synthesia is that he seems to taste people's names more than any other word that he comes in contact with. So when you say, hi, I'm Big J, he has a taste that he associates with Big J. And the 23-year-old has said that his condition is so severe that he literally this week had to move out of his apartment because his roommate's names smelled and tasted so bad to him he couldn't be around them anymore. Basically, he said that he lived with a Christie who uh, he says her name tastes like murky pea, whatever that seems like. He also lived with an Elijah, who tasted like licking an eyeball. Duncan, who tasted like a burp after eating smoky bacon crisps. And Gertrude, who tasted like uh, when you swallow back vomit after you burp, which is never a good Jesus. feeling whatsoever. 
So I'm wondering, like, he doesn't really say if, like, he has had bad experiences with these people and therefore that influences the taste that her name has or their name has or if it's just, like, he meets somebody and they instantly give him that taste and he has to kind of either decide, do I continue to interact with this person or do I move on? But he does say that, you know, while he's giving examples of bad things, there are plenty of people that he's met in his life that he doesn't have a bad correlation with. In fact, his best friend is Martin, uh, was a former roommate of his. Apparently, his name tastes like Smarties Candy. Yeah, nice. So whenever he says it or meets him, he's got a Smarties Candy taste in his mouth. So it's an interesting condition, a weird one at best, but it does kind of pose an interesting conundrum which is how do you deal with it or like does it only come up when you're talking about somebody you know what i'm saying like if you only say their name is is that when the smell and taste comes in your mouth so thing seems weird it does but listen as anybody will tell you uh neurologist or otherwise the human brain is a weird and interesting place and there's all sorts of stuff that goes on that makes no sense to people that put it together so the fact that some words have tastes and smells attached to them and some people have these conditions in which they can smell them are plausible and interesting and apparently very real, but it's hard to understand when you don't have that condition yourself. Yeah, I hope I taste like tacos. I can tell you what you smell like sometimes. Oh? It won't be tacos. What the hell? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rocks. That is Allison Chains. That is them bones here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Nostalgia is king right now. And yes. so is reboots, and so are video games. And it's rare when all three worlds can collide, but it was announced yesterday, Big J, that it's happening. I don't know how, I don't know why, but we are going to have a live action Pac-Man movie. <laughs> Now, uh, this is on the heels of what, while they say the Sonic the Hedgehogs movies are live action, that's kind of like a combination of live action and CGI, clearly. And the Super Mario Brothers movie that's on the way out is completely all CGI. So that's going to be an animated film, essentially. But apparently, the Pac-Man movie that has been greenlit and now in development is based in a live action world now i don't know if that means we're gonna have a soulless yellow blob going around eating ghosts and it's supposed to look real or that is going to happen but i'm trying to figure out like the thing with super mario brothers and sonic the hedgehog to a lesser extent is these games do have narrative plot devices in them you understand you have something that you can pull from to maybe while it could be good bad or indifferent you have a plot that you could follow if you want to make an adaptation to the big screen. But Pac-Man is a game that famously does not really have a plot, you know? You're going through games and mazes, eating as many pellets as you can and trying to avoid and destroy ghosts while eating fruit. Why is he doing it, though? Well, if you remember, when we were kids, do you remember the Pac-Man animated series, the Saturday morning cartoon? So it was a Saturday morning cartoon. It only lasted two seasons. It was an early 80s thing. And the plot was Pac-Man, his wife, Ms. Pac-Man, and baby Pac-Man live on, like, Pac-World or something. And they have to, uh, and there's an evil force that are trying to steal power pellets, which power the city. Yeah. And then Pac-Man has to defend those power pellets 
and also defeat the ghosts that are working for the ultimate bad guy kind of thing. What a mess. And then they did a reboot of it, which is even more convoluted and weird, where the ghosts are good guys that work alongside Pac-Man that have other bad ghosts. It's weird. It was a Disney XD series that uh, I think my kids watched like 50 minutes of and lost interest in. So I don't know what they're going to pull from to try to make some sort of plot out of this, but they tried, they kind of did something with Pac-Man in the movie Pixels. Do you remember that? Yes. With Adam Sandler where it showed up and it just started eating stuff and that was the basic idea behind it. But they don't give any details as to what the plot of the movie could possibly be or why it's happening or what's going on, but apparently it's going to happen. There can, there can be only one choice to play Pac-Man. Okay. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Why do you say that? No, I'm not. I mean, we're so good as King Shark. I see. Uh, so you think that he should reprise his catchphrase as King Shark, as Pac-Man. It makes sense. In the Pac-Man yeah. movie. Appar- cast him. Apparently, Chuck Williams, who is behind the Sonic the Hedgehog films, is the gentleman that has the idea for the movie. And then he's teaming up with a bunch of different people that have put together some stuff that I'm sure you've never heard of like the football drama the senior and the teenage dramedy empire world you ever heard of those two no me either and but that's the team he's apparently working for so how good this could possibly be is questionable at best what they're going to do i don't know but just know that we could have a live action pac-man film coming our way soon so nothing is sacred anymore they're making a film about (laughs) pac-man Uh, Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, you and the family enjoy eating out from time to time, maybe even having something delivered to your home, but you seem to go and pick something up more often than not, right? Uh, That'll happen, yeah, man. But do you do like DoorDash or Uber Eats or any of that stuff on the regular? uh, No, not exactly, because it's so damn expensive. And it's like, uh, if anybody does it, it's usually the kid. Like, she'll order, sure. her and her boyfriend will order something, uh, but it usually gets me to trouble if I do it. Because it's so expensive. I mean, literally, one time we ordered wings from somewhere, and it cost like $98, so I'm not even joking. Is <laughs> That's a lot of wings, man. Well, it's four people. I mean, you know, do the math. Is there... I did. It's 98 bucks. Is there a place or food that you won't get because you're not happy with the way it ends up in your house. Like, because Middleton's not exactly close to some places, so yeah. having something We're come to you in the middle of nowhere. can be a good idea, but also, like, if you, it's the wrong food, man, it just turns out gross. So is there food, like, where you're like, no, we're not getting it delivered to the house, it's just not worth yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much anything fast food. Yeah, makes would be, sense. <laughs> well, are you okay there? Yeah, I'm okay. Makes um, sense. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously by the time it gets back, and even if I go get it, you know, somewhere like like Del Taco is, you know, almost borderline too far away. There's some that's nearby, and um, so it's, it's not exactly piping hot when I get home. Yeah, you're living that, 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 that life where it's difficult to make sure your food is fresh and good when you go someplace. And so uh, that is one of the life works of Lizzie Briskin. She is a chef, and she is using her platform to try to tell people that, hey, listen, sometimes things getting delivered to your house is great, but there are, is certain foods out there that need to be eaten either fresh or as fresh as possible. And she's with you. Most fast food, she says, just isn't good if you have to wait 20 to 25 minutes for it to get to you. And she says that the key to getting food delivered to you is food that you know that's going to taste good if you have to reheat it up. 
and she says you need to stay away th- from things that are like French fries or nachos or anything fried with breadcrumbs because they become soggy and they'll lose their crispiness by the time they get to your door or anything that's got like super fresh ingredients on it or wet ingredients, never good to have delivered to your house. She says sandwiches or even grilled cheese that can be real, you know, gooey or, or, you know, wet when the time it gets there and it's just not good. So if you're looking for something that she does recommend, uh, soups and salads are very high on her list. She says, however, order the components separately and combine them at home. That way it stays as fresh as possible if you can. But getting fried food delivered is a great way for you to have a real hit and miss experience, she says. Yeah. Uh, either it's going to be fine and good and you're going to be happy with it, or it's going to be god-awful and you're not going to want to touch it. So keep that in mind next time you're looking to have something delivered to your house. Pick the right stuff. Kevin Durant has once again repeated his demand trade to the Nets. The Nets owner has basically aligned his allegiance with Steve Nash, the coach and general manager, Sean Marks. Kevin Durant basically went into his office and said, I don't want to play with those guys anymore. So don't be surprised if Kevin Durant does get shipped off before the NBA season begins. Justin Tucker, the best kicker in NFL history, is sticking around the Baltimore Ravens. He signed a four-year, $24 million contract extension, so he will be a Raven probably until he retires. That'll put him at 36 once that contract is up. We already kind of knew this was happening. Nev Campbell announced that she is not going to be part of the next Scream movie, and now she's talking to People Magazine as to why as they get ready for Scream 6. And basically what it boils down to is she felt like she was lowballed. She felt like she brought a lot to the Scream franchise. She was a big part of it for the last 25 years. And, you know, as a woman, she's fighting for some sort of at least respect in the pay game. And she didn't feel like they gave it to her. And so she basically said, well, you came to the table with a really bad offer. Now I'm walking away and it doesn't matter what you offer me. I don't want to be a part of it anymore. So if you're looking for a story for her character and an end to it, you're probably not going to find one because she's coming off pretty upset and insulted by the offer she was given. And that kind of makes sense to me. I mean, she really has been the cornerstone to that franchise, right? Yeah. And if you're cashing in with now seven movies in it, you might as well pay the star of the movie. If it's making enough movie money to make those movies, pay the woman, you know? No, so, you can't do that. You're Hollywood. You cannot pay right. her that money. So she Apparently. is moving on to things that she's happy doing and making money making. And so she is hopefully uh, th- making sure her holdout maybe is the fuel that changes the next Hollywood franchise that will not shy away from paying somebody the money that they deserve for being in a pretty big movie franchise. We'll see what happens. But good for her for standing up to her convictions and deciding she doesn't want to be a part of something that... And knowing your worth, that's really what it boils down to. Understanding your worth, realizing you're worth a particular something and saying it's okay if they don't want to offer me that, but I don't want to be a part of it in the future. Yeah, like Kevin Durant. Yeah, exactly. Knowing your worth. And then making yourself uh, a trade demand out of the place that you're getting paid contractually to be a part of. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And who wants to win some damn tickets around here? Some 41, Simple Plan, coming to the Revolution House and Concert Event Center next week. We'll get you set up with those. But first, you need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. Beat him down! I like that you keep calling it the Revolution House. Yeah, it's a Revolution House. No, it's not. Concert and Event Center. No, it's the Revolution Center. Concert House and Event Center. But you're close. The Rev Center. Rev House. Rev House. Why don't we call it the Rev House from now on? I like that idea. It's also a restaurant. 208. In my mind. 287. 
tells you they do not serve food there. Everybody. I know. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown. It'll be fun. It'll be worth it. It'll be a good show. We'd like you to be there. Good luck. Hello, The X. Hi. Hi. What's your name, please? Ronnie. All right, Ronnie. You're up first. Good luck. What police television series aired on NBC from 1984 to 1989 and featured two fashionable police detectives in sunny Miami, played by Don Johnson and Philip Michael Thomas? NYPD? Uh, no. That is not NYPD. That is, that is not in Miami. Sorry, Ronnie. Hello, The X. Hello. Hello? Sir or ma'am? Hello? Hello? Sir or ma'am? There oh, you there are. you go. Are you there? I am. All right. Hey, what police television series aired on NBC from 1984 to 1989 and featured two fashionable police detectives in sunny Miami, played by Don Johnson and Philip Michael Thomas? Miami Vice. There you go. Right. Miami Vice. Uh, Nick, it was just announced that this Melanie Griffith 80s movie is getting a fresh start star- starring Selena Gomez. Working Girl. Working Girl is right. correct. You're on top of your pop culture, brother. Uh, this fella is known almost more for his voice than his mustache and swagger, which you can see in movies like The Big Lebowski, Roadhouse, and The Ranch. Sam Elliott. There you right. go. Nice. Uh, Nick, Good job, this NFL Hall of Famer defined the 90s NFL with eight trips to the Pro Bowl, two NFL championships, an NFL Defensive Player of the Year, and part of the all-90s decade. Who is it? Give me the stats one more time. Uh, eight trips to the Pro Bowl, okay. two NFL championships, NFL de- Defensive Player of the Year, and part of the all-90s decade team. He's a defensive player on in the 90s. Two championships in that run. I'm trying to think of the teams that won two. Cowboys definitely did. Um, you're not going to give me a position? Uh, nope. Secondary defensive line something? Because, I mean, a lot of guys could fall in that category. You're right. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, I'll say uh, Deion Sanders. There you go. Prime is that time. right? Yes. Right. <laughs> I was leaning Charles time. Haley at the beginning, but then I went. I think uh, he won way more than two. So You're right. He did. Uh, he won four. Anna Kendrick. Perfectly starred in this in these I'm sorry, let me start over. Anna Kendrick perfectly starred in three of these musical movies. Pitch perfect. There you go. Right. Nick, what is the name of Ron Swanson's alter ego, who happens to be a kick-ass saxophone player in Parks and Rec? Uh, I, I know what you're talking about, but I've only watched the series once, and he only does it in like two episodes, and I do not remember what it is. I'll say Joe Cool. No! Uh, no, it's not. No way. What is it, Nathan? <laughs> Duke Silver. You win, dude! dude. Good job, you man. You earned this. Well played. Some 41 and Simple Plant tickets are yours <laughs> at the Rev House. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those tickets. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations, man. So happy. Well done. We will do some headlines. They're happening next on the X Rocks. You need to know. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Coors Light. Guys, tomorrow, your first chance to win some X-Fest tickets. we got a ticket hit going on tomorrow night, 6 to 8 p.m. Slicks Bar, 525 Carter Road in Nampa. $2 Coors Lights, Bike Wash Wednesday night, and... A live broadcast from Adam as he wraps up his show out there from Slick's Bar. So come on out Wednesday night, grab yourself a great Coors Light special, and win some tickets to X-Fest 22, the Rockzilla Tour coming up on the 21st of this month. It's all happening tomorrow night, 6 to 8 p.m., Slick's Bar in Nampa. Join us.
Headlines are as follows. Sorry, robot. Pissed, but not as pissed. And something's fishy. Pissed, but not as pissed. How angry are you, Big J? I'm so angry. Well, uh, no matter what, you're probably not as PO'd as folks in other parts of the world. As every year they release a study for the year's angriest countries. And it's compiled via data from Gallup's annual Global Emotions Report. It is an analytics company and they research basically people's positive and negative experiences worldwide. And they looked at 100 nations and found that 49% of people in Lebanon were considered to be pissed. They're angry. Uh, at least they were the day they took the survey, and so that made them the number one angriest country in the world. Turkey wasn't far behind. 48% of their particular population were angry, and so there are pretty big economic crises happening in both those countries, so it probably shouldn't shock anybody that that's the case. Where did USA rank in angriness in 2021? USA, USA. Number 71. 71? That's right. We want to be number one every time. So again, we're pissed. USA. But not as pissed. USA. Back in 2020, we were 65th in the world, but we were really angry, I guess, in 2019. We were 34th and angriest in that year. So we've gone, per- we gotten progressively less angry over the last three years, according to the survey. So there's that. 2019, huh? Weird. I don't know. Something's fishy and sorry, robot. Sorry, robots. Do robots have the rights to their inventions, Big J? No! Well, you looks like you belong in the U.S. Federal Court because they agree. Thank you. Artificial intelligence innovator Stephen Thaler has tried to copyright and patent his robot's creations. However, the judges there said, you know what? If you want to hold a patent, you better be a human being. The Patent Act requires that investors, inventors be natural persons, that is, human beings, according to a judge. Thaler's expected to appeal to the Supreme Court because he says his robots have come up with, on their own, Big J, three to four inventions that could help benefit humankind, and he wants to make sure they get credit for their inventions. But yeah, it's a slippery slope, well, I feel like. Well, credit, I mean, yeah, hey, they came up with this. Good job. Right, but yeah, how do you give the patent to, like, Stephen, our robot? I mean, that's not a thing you can do. What's he going to do with it? Right. Is he going to take it home to his robot wife right. and be like, how proud am I? Look at this, hon. As long as we can pay the robots in nuts and bolts, I guess I'm okay with it. But or oil. Or oil. Bender style. That's right. I like it. Well, he drinks beer, I believe. Alcohol is what fuels Bender. Wrap it up with something's fishy. Three South Florida men are accused of stealing $1.3 million in seafood by pretending they were a buyer for a supermarket. A bunch of people were arrested and carried out a scheme in which the fake buyer, using the name Brian Anderson, placed seafood orders supposedly on behalf of a supermarket and then picked them up at a warehouse. But the seafood supplier got suspicious after contacting the supermarket in question and said, well, nobody by that name works for us. So authorities ultimately used surveillance village footage to catch the men. They say the men were basically selling the seafood out of the back of their truck and making a ridiculous amount of money for it. Uh, They are charged with a bunch of accounts of obtaining property and stealing them, so that's not good. Also, like, I mean, I can't imagine a scenario where I would ever buy seafood out of somebody's trunk. I mean, it's a popular thing in some places. Is it? Like, fresh food? Funny story, dude. Funny story. So, a guy who used to be the night guy here at the X. Yes. uh, Before I got here, he... Uh, gave up everything because he wanted to go to Hollywood. Great. So he moved to L.A. And he ended up selling shrimp out of the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> well, that's where dreams are made. And he was successful at this endeavor? No. Okay, yeah, that's part of the problem, I <laughs> no. think. 
You may have had, had some dabblings in uh, some adult entertainment and then became a producer. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I am certainly, I'm not, a, a, you know, against like food trucks or things that are in which food is properly stored and purchasing stuff. But like if somebody opens up the back of his, you know, Taurus and says, I've got, I've got like three dozen shrimp here for $15. I'm like, that's going to make me sick. I promise myself that's going to make me sick. So I don't know how much money they made off of the $1.3 million seafood that they stole, but they're going to jail for a long time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That is the latest from Slipknot. That is called Yen here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And sounds like it's time for us to do the math, huh, Big J? Yeah, do some math here and decide how long you want to live. Forever. Um, well, unfortunately, that's not going to be the case for you. Right. But University of Michigan uh, researchers discovered that eating certain items can shorten your lifespan or give you more life oh no i do not like how i'm so uh yeah this is uh this is not good and um if you enjoy yourself a hot dog that's taking 36 minutes off your life for every hot dog you eat yeah joey chestnut should be dead 18 times yeah yep exactly now uh the flip side of that if you uh want to counter that balance that out have yourself a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Really? That'll give you 33 minutes back. I do eat a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> uh, every soft drink you chug, 12 minutes gone. All right. I'm done. I'm I'm one a day. So uh, I, I'm so far I'm plus 15 thanks to the peanut butter and jelly. You enjoy yourself some uh, some pizza. Uh-huh. 7.8 minutes. Off or on? Uh, off. Okay. That's not gonna no no. no that's not good. Uh, throwing in a banana will give you 13 and a half minutes back. All right. Eating some baked salmon. 13 minutes back. Okay. Uh, here, this is not the case for you, but for most people, if we were to eat a tomato, it would take your life, Nick. It would give us 3.8 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you give and take a little bit. Bacon, uh, minus six minutes. That so not sense. bad. Not bad, though. Uh, here's the really interesting thing. Where do you think French fries lands? Well, technically a, a vegetable, uh, but depends on probably how they're cooked. I'm going to say, now, is it per French fry or per serving? Uh, that it does not get into okay. that specific. How about so, uh, plus two minutes? You're close, man. Plus a minute and a half. All right. Now, of course, this doesn't count for those who have insulin resistance, like myself. Uh, potatoes, PB and J might not be the best uh, for options for me to gain gain some life back. But uh, there you go. I mean, so it's all life imbalances. I got. Friends. Yeah, I feel like if you uh, live your life by this like table, you would go crazy doing all the math. Yeah, and if you really wanted to just balance things out, you have a peanut butter. And jelly sandwich with hot dogs in it yeah listen it's a delicacy zero <laughs> bam zero zero game and you're not eating terrible this, and you're not eating healthy listen this is almost the elvis diet here okay <laughs> a pb and j you throw in some bacon and a hot dog and bam you got yourself a yeah. winning meal you feel like you're winning but of course then you uh you, you die it, in the toilet taking a crap because if you throw on uh the peanut butter jelly sandwich banana that's giving yourself almost 18 minutes or i mean i'm sorry uh, almost an hour back wow not bad not bad but you throw in some some bacon and some hot dog you can enjoy yourself a little bit <laughs> yeah you can have some of life's pleasures then on top of your peanut butter and banana sandwich yeah morning after with nick and big j your chance to win something from us bad impressions next on the x rocks <laughs>
100.3, the X. And Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. And we have tickets for you. Some 41 coming to town along with Simple Plan next week at the Rev Center. We'll get you hooked up with those tickets. You just need to figure out Bad Impressions here. That easy. Two eight two eight seven one zero zero three. Big J said it's easy, so these could be easy tickets. Big J's got three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you get it right, then boom, you're going to the show. So let's get ourselves a contestant and see if we can make somebody happy. Hello, VX. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Jeremiah. All right, Jeremiah, you're up first. Good luck. Allegedly, during a meeting with record industry heads, I ate the head of a bat right off. I'll be out there you go. Bam! That's all it takes. <laughs> one and done. Big J was right. It was oh, easy. Oh, oh, Hang on one second. Uh, why is Ozzy in the news? Ozzy? Now, listen. The last time we did, it was a couple, just probably last week or the week before, and I was like, yeah, he'll never play another live show again. Wrong! <laughs> As uh, there was a surprise Black Sabbath uh, show yesterday for the closing ceremonies of the Commonwealth Games, and Ozzy and uh, Tommy Ione step out there and they play a dang show. Nice, man. That's pretty Not cool. Not a full show. I think they just did a song uh, or two. But either way, uh, you've got Ozzy out there now. He did have like a special uh, kind of seat thing because, you know, he just had neck surgery and et cetera. But he's out there and he's looking better than ever. Well, that's great, man. Good for him. How long did they just play a couple songs kind of a thing? Yeah. 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 It wasn't like a full on like hour and a half, two hour show. But it was a performance, which is pretty awesome. It's good to see him back on the stage. I saw some pictures. He looked like, you're right, he looked pretty good, He man. looks like the Prince of Darkness, like he's, he's never going to die. Out there kicking ass again. So good for him. Glad that he's feeling well enough to get back up on stage. And we'll see what that means for some future shows or some concerts, which is pretty damn impressive, considering he's, what, in his late 70s? Yeah, man. I was wrong. Good for him. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. Sure. I always see the daylight. And a shine down, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this <laughs> Tuesday morning. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Big J has been tasked with watching a movie tonight on Amazon Prime. It is called I Think We're Alone Now. You picked it out for him, and we will see if it's any good. Uh, tomorrow, you can tune in for that review. We also had a chance to give away some Sum 41 and Simple Plan tickets at the Rev Center next week. We will continue that trend tomorrow, as well as we had a chance to celebrate the Pac-Man movie. My God, it is happening, believe it or not. It's insane. But that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, hey, man. Happy work anniversary. Yeah, well, it's not until... 15 years. Not until uh, the 20th. Oh, well, tell that to your uh, your LinkedIn. Uh, my LinkedIn? Yeah, your profile popped up. It was your work anniversary. <laughs> it's coming up. It's coming <laughs> it's up. So it tricked me. 15. Uh, this morning I saw it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to look at that thing. And then I was like, oh, hey, it's his work anniversary Maybe. Today. I don't know. I don't know. Why, I, I don't. I, listen, I never go on LinkedIn, so I don't know when I set that up. That could have been like when I found out I got the job. But yeah, like the 20th was my first oh. day here. Uh, and then, hired. and then that's the show. Right, that's when I first day that I started at the job, and then the show's first day was the twenty seventh, which is the end of the fifteenth anniversary, the morning after. Yeah, the morning is, after my birthday. That's right. That's right. One of the reasons why we called it the morning after. Also, we both, I believe, were very hungover when we came up with the idea. <laughs> for the show, which is why it all fits into things around here. But thank you very much. Reminder, coming up on Friday, we got your Half Price Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. 
$50 to Weezer Classic Candy. It's up for sale for $25. So if you want hand-dipped chocolates or small batch candy or handmade fudge, they got you covered. Some ice cream and a full-service deli there as well. It's fantastic rate. And last time we did this, it sold out very quickly. So my advice, get to xrock.com right at 9 o'clock on Friday and click the Half Price Fridays deal right there on the front page and grab yourself $50 to Weezer Classic Candy for just $25. That's it for us. Jason Drew is coming in here next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's EX Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.